Hello, and welcome to Faithful Pharmacist. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Lawson. And this podcast is about listeners asking questions and seeking answers for their own personal health journeys. And I hope to encourage them in that uh, from my perspective of faith and pharmacy. So first of all, this is our first episode. So I'm super excited and I want to just go ahead and let you know that these are not going to be perfect. Um, While I could spend all day trying to get them perfect and polished, I don't want to spend my time doing that. I want to be authentic and real and hopefully this will not put too many people off. So this is our first episode, and I'm going to title it In the Beginning. I hope to give weekly episodes, um, so that way, you know, putting some information out there. And eventually, I'll have topics, maybe answer some questions. But the first couple of episodes, I think it's very important that you understand who I am, where I come from, um, my background, and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So first, I'll start out, um, we'll go way back. So when I was young... And I was, um, I was involved in ministries. My, um, my father uh, and grandfather um, were both um, very involved in church. And so I went to church and I knew Jesus from an early age. I can't remember a time that I didn't have Jesus as my best friend. And so I was saved very early on. And so I've had that personal relationship. And so I was involved in different ministries. I did well in school. I typically I was one of those, you know, A's, occasional B's, straight A students. Um, and so as I was trying to figure out, I knew that I would go to college. I just didn't know what I would do. And so um, my parents, um, my father worked in a restaurant, so he really didn't go to college. They weren't professionals. My mother uh, is from Japan. Um, and so she never had a formal education here, and she did not speak the language very well. So But I knew that I was going to go to school and I just needed to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was interested in helping patients or people. And so um, I was interested in the medical field, but at the same time, I knew that I did not want to be a doctor or nurse because I had a a big problem with injections or blood, those plasma commercials that you see um, that they used to have on there where the blood was flowing out and people donating, it just, it made me queasy. So if there was something I was going to have to actually touch a patient and, you know, withdraw blood, I just didn't think that I could do it. So I didn't really know what my my options were. Um, So I started praying daily, like, Lord, lead me into the path that you want me, lead me into the field that you want me to go. And that's what I would do every night. So when I was in high school and so one day um you know so we took a test and so they had this uh you know you answer all these little questions and they try to like give you kind of give you an idea as a career test of where what might be good for you what what field or what position and i remember it because it was in ninth grade and i remember there being you know 12 different professions that were listed based on my personality and the answers that I chose and the two that stuck out to me were one was a mortician and I thought who gets that like who would why would someone you know be good at being a mortician but I do understand that now there was some medical knowledge and and, uh, having empathy the other one was a pharmacist and I was like well what does a pharmacist do I never really had an experience with a pharmacist and so that was interesting so I kind of researched it a little bit and then um and in 10th grade, we actually, they had people come in for career day. And so one of the people that they came in to the class was a pharmacist. Um, I don't remember what his name was. He was a gentleman. He worked for a community pharmacy. Uh, 
And he started kind of talking about what he did. And so the knowledge base. And I was really interested in that because I enjoy finding out information. I like solving puzzles, uh, making, finding answers. And so um, to me, that was a very interesting choice. And I wasn't going to have to draw blood. And I wasn't going to have to really even touch patients at the time. Now, pharmacy has changed since then. But at the time that I was looking at going into it, there really wasn't was more knowledge-based and not a lot of patient care. So that was pretty appealing to me. And so then I thought, well, hmm. Uh, so that, so here I've, you know, had this test and said, okay, you, you could be a pharmacist. And then listening to it. And um, so that's what I've decided to do. So in high school, I decided that I was going to go to pharmacy school. So then I needed to figure out the best way to do that. Now, you know, at the same time, I was looking at what could you do as a pharmacist besides just work in a retail setting and um, also looking at research. I was interested in potentially finding a cure for Alzheimer's. In fact, I was the valedictorian of, our, of my school. And in my speech, I was kind of looking into the future and, and talking about going into, you know, finding a cure for Alzheimer's disease. But um, so I did go to pharmacy school and actually did look at pursuing doing research and went into that for a short period of time, discovered that was not um, what I wanted to do. One, it was very monotonous. There's a lot of repetition doing the same things over and over. A lot of alone time. Um, so I didn't have a lot of patient care, um, contact with others. So uh, it was kind of lonely. And then also too, there was um, some euthanization of animals that had to occur. And, you know, that was not my cup of tea. So I decided that research was not for me. And while I was in pharmacy school, I took a class and it was my professor. Uh, we had to counsel patients on a particular drug and um, side effects and things like that. And so when I was counseling and talking to these in, this, in these scenarios, these made up scenarios, um, my teacher said, my professor said that I did a really good job and she recommended that I go into community pharmacy. And that's kind of where then I started, you know, going that direction. So while in pharmacy school, um, I did work for different places and I decided what I didn't want to do and really interested in independent pharmacy. And so then started to uh, pursue that pathway. Um, obviously, a lot of there weren't a lot of independent jobs when I graduated. Um, and so while I was doing my rotations, um, one of the things that I was interested in pediatrics. And um, so I did a residency in pediatrics and was potentially going to, you know, go that route. Um, because, you know, kids, let me just tell you that when you are in a hospital setting, it is amazing. Like people would ask, how could you go to, to, you know, the hospital and, you know, see these sick kids, but they were so, you know, resilient. They, you know, they laughed and they, they smiled and they weren't so focused on what was going on with them. And a lot of times like they would get, you know, if you relieved some of their discomfort and they would just, you know, smile and they would be happy. And so to me, it was very rewarding to see them come in and get better. And so I did enjoy pediatrics. And so kind of was planning on that, but God had other plans. Um, when I got out, um, that I couldn't really find a job in this particular area. Uh, my husband's father was sick 
And so he didn't want to go too far away. He didn't want to move away. And so I chose then to just pursue independent pharmacy because, again, I did enjoy talking to patients. I did enjoy uh, being in a community pharmacy setting. And um, I actually stopped in and at an independent pharmacy and talked to the owner one day. He wasn't hiring at the time, but I just stopped in to see if he would potentially be hiring. And after a conversation, he decided that, you know what, it was time for him to bring on a new pharmacist. And so um, I was the first pharmacist that he had actually hired to work out, you know, in the pharmacy. And so I started my community pharmacy career uh, way back when, right after I finished my residency. And I've been in community pharmacy since then. Now, I did relief work. Um, I had a lot of people that would tell me, you know, oh, you needed to be a clinical pharmacist, but I, you know, that you, it's not rewarding being in community pharmacy, but I felt like I had more patient impact in community pharmacy rather than in the hospital setting. A lot of times I wasn't seeing the patients in the hospital. Um, I see their charts. I can make recommendations, but actually getting to speak to patients or to see patients, I really didn't see that in the hospital, but I did have that in the community pharmacy setting. So I've done multiple things. I worked for um, uh, some, I worked for the independent for a couple years and then, you know, decided to have a family and so wanted to reduce my hours. So I did go to work for uh, Bilo, which is a, a, um, grocery store chain and then uh, also worked for Food City again another grocery store chain one they were kind of a cross between independent pharmacy to me and um, corporate retail pharmacy so it was small enough that I could know my patients I could do some things my, that I wanted to in the pharmacy um, without having a lot of oversight um, by people you know in the corporate world but at the same time, I had the steadiness um, of getting just drawing a paycheck and, um, you know, clocking in, clocking out and not really having to worry about a lot of things. Now, during pharmacy school, one of the things they asked is like, you know, what do you foresee in the future? Like, what do you predict or what do you want to have happen? And so one of the things is that, that I did mention that I would like to be to own my own pharmacy, to be an independent pharmacy owner. But I didn't know that that would actually occur. It was just more of a wish list. But I did put that down and we drew out like what our pharmacy would look like or um, what we would do. And so um, after, you know, I had my kids and then um, the pharmacist that I worked for initially, um, I would reach out. We would contact each other from time to time. And he actually said that... Um, you know, I asked him like, well, hey, do you have any, you know, pharmacist positions that are, you know, open just in case? Um, and he said, well, he didn't at the time, but he would keep it in mind. He asked me if I was actually interested in buying a pharmacy. And I was like, mm, I don't think I'm ready for that just yet. But if you have a position that comes open, I'm willing to like come and try it out and kind of go from there and make a decision. And so um, a few months later, he called me. He did have a position. And so I left the job that I was in current at that time and went to join him. And that was um, at the medicine shop. And so I uh, worked there and eventually, you know, we discussed, you know, from time to time whether or not I would purchase the pharmacy. And so I ended up purchasing the pharmacy, uh, me and my husband. And um, 
and that was several years ago. And so I enjoy being a pharmacist. I will say that being a pharmacy owner is not as fun as, um, you know, I thought it would be, but I do like the ability to make my own decisions. I do like the ability to, to be able to give the kind of patient care that I want to give. Um, because a lot of times in other retail settings, you are pushed, you know, again, you have people above you telling you what you shouldn't, shouldn't do. Um, you have time constraints, uh, you have, you know, um, they want you to do certain things that you may or may not agree with. And so being able to take care of patients the way that I wanted to take care of patients was super important for me. And so that's why I embraced independent pharmacy and then independent pharmacy ownership. So here I was, I was um, owning this particular store. And of course, the changing landscape of prescription care. So where we started in pharmacy 20 years ago, 30 years ago is not where we're at now. And a lot of that, most people tie pharmacists with a dispensing role. You know, you may or may not know that pharmacists are capable of so much more now than just putting pills in a bottle. I mean, we have a lot of education and, you know, and that was one of the things that I believe very strongly in is counseling, because I think that people need to be, um, to get that information. They need to be counseled and made aware of what they're doing, um, how they're taking it, um, how it should work. You know, if they don't take it, you know, what will happen, um, making sure that they finish it at all or what to expect. But so counseling has always been a big, important part of my um pharmacy and then um so now we've started to you know again you remember that i wanted to go into pharmacy because we didn't have patients touch patients or uh have that type of patient care well that since changed and so um the first thing that pharmacists started doing was immunizations and that took me a little bit of time of course you know just like with anything else the more you do it um the easier it gets. And so, you know, starting out with an orange to begin with and then the practicing and then going to um, the arm of a fellow uh, pharmacist and then um, and then in then doing injections in patients. And I will say this much is that one of the things is that I looked into different techniques because I personally don't like shots. I wanted to make it as, um, you know, I guess, as safe as possible or as nice as possible for my patients. And so I tried to, you know, do techniques that are going to make it so it's not, you know, so they're not such a, so afraid of, of shots. But so we'd started doing immunizations. Um, then we started doing medication counseling. Um, so we could give um, meeting with patients to discuss um, their therapies, um, whether or not something was going to be, beneficial for them or you know if there was potential problems Um, obviously there's side effects for any medication you know there's nothing that doesn't have a potential side effect there's risk versus benefit and everything and that includes over-the-counter medications and supplements you know when you use them for particular purposes besides just a general multivitamin then you are going to have effects I mean, that's why you're taking them. And so those effects can be both good and bad. And so you do need to be able to navigate between those. And so education is important for prescription drug use and for over-the-counter supplement and vitamin usage as well. So, you know, 
talking to patients um, about everything that they were on, um, the benefits, risks, whether or not they were maybe treating an adverse event or adverse side effect. And sometimes that's what ends up happening is that because one medicine causes a you know, a particular issue, and then you get another medicine to treat that condition or that adverse event. And that's not the best way to practice pharmacy. Um, it would be better to stop the medication and maybe switch it to something that doesn't have that. That's not always the, you're not always able to do that. Um, sometimes that, you know, you have to be on that medication for this particular effect. So for example, diuretics you take, and then you they can cause you to lose potassium. Well, then you have to take potassium to, you know, replace the potassium that you're losing. Now, in theory, it would be better to take you off the diuretic if your potassium is going low. However, you might not be able to because you need the diuretic for to pull off fluid for a particular medical condition. So in that case, then they are having to supplement with potassium. But there can be other things that would be a negative effect that would not need that you're treating potentially that it would be better to then take you off a of medication such as again this same diuretic could cause your uric acid levels to increase which then could cause gout and so all of a sudden now you have a gouty a gout attack and so maybe you need to um, take medicine for that well that's fine for acute s- symptoms but then trying to decrease your uric levels going on, you know, going forward by putting you on a medicine that's going to lower your uric acid levels without taking you off of this medicine that was increasing it to begin with. And so if there's a possibility of being able to take you off something, um, that would be the better choice. Sometimes that's not always the case. And again, um, you have to make those decisions and you need to be educated about it, whether or not if, you know, um, the doctor may say, okay, we're going to treat this. But, you know, if you knew that this medicine potentially could cause that, then maybe your choice would be switch to another medication rather than add an additional medication. So um, I'm off topic now. But anyways, the I just wanted to kind of explain you know, how important counseling and um, the ability to educate patients is for me and why I went into pharmacy. Um, why I feel it's a calling because again as I said I you know I pray daily and God gave me that that answer and you know so I don't look at pharmacy as just a job I look at it as a calling and that's why it is important for me to um, do it from a faith perspective because it is a calling and I feel like it is something that I have been called to do and so I, it's not just something that I just show up and um, get a paycheck And so God has opened doors for me to open up an independent pharmacy. And so um, actually we have two locations. And so again, as I said, being a pharmacy owner um, is not my favorite thing, but it does allow me to practice pharmacy the way that I want to. And being a pharmacist is something that I, I really enjoy and being able to talk to patients and educate them. And having them ask questions and to be able to help navigate um, all of the information that's out there because it can be very confusing. You know, I have so many patients that leave the doctor's offices and don't ask questions. In fact, there was a an article I read rec- recently that was talking about that, you know, almost 
three-fourths of patients that left their doctor's offices still had questions or they were going to the internet to to look up answers maybe because one they forgot to ask questions or they were too scared or they didn't understand um what I was saying and they didn't want to act you know act like they didn't understand or it was just a little too overwhelming so they couldn't process everything that was said to them and so people are seeking information and answers and so I want to be a resource you know for that so I've had lots of patients that you know will ask me questions then that probably you know they should ask you know should have asked their doctor but again hopefully that I can give them some encouragement and some education on that and then if there's something that I feel like um, that they really need to have a conversation with, then I encourage them to have that conversation with their medical provider as well. But I do know that in the time setting, a lot of times that, you know, you're processing and it takes a minute. And so sometimes you don't think of something until you leave a particular situation. And that's kind of where I see a lot of patients because by the time they show up to the pharmacy, then they've had time to kind of process and try to think about stuff. And, and then that's when they have questions. Now, my patients are asking me those questions because, again, we counsel on lots of different things. Um, I know other places, though, that where you maybe don't have that contact with the pharmacist. And so, therefore, you're just looking for information on your own, going to the Internet, um, trying to find those answers. And so, and sometimes that can be very confusing of its own or can be misleading or potentially dangerous. And so you really need help in navigating your information sources. So... That's kind of why I became a pharmacist, and so hopefully um, we'll understand that, you know, it's a calling for me, and that's, again, one of the reasons why I am doing the podcast is because I want to educate people um, and give and be a resource for them. So this is the first episode, and so this kind of in the beginning, I just wanted to kind of give you a background on me and um my calling as a pharmacist and so the next week I will talk about um, for such a time as this and kind of discuss some of the stuff that went on during the pandemic so I hope you will join me then have a great day